Okay, this time for sure. Give us our intro. Why, hello there. You are listening to Sid vs. Coco, and we're doing drinks and talk tonight. Uh, I think it's called Peanut Butter and Beanie. That's our adventure. Oh, that's podcast. our adventure. See, yeah, it's just drinks and talks then. Yeah, this is just drinks and talks. Because we talk. ain't going nowhere. No, <laughs> not tonight. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah. Kwanzaa, Yule. Whatever you wish solstice, to celebrate. Or just Tuesday. No. Well, I mean, today's not Tuesday, but the, the day that, like, the Christmas day that, I mean, um, traditionally kind of, you know. To okay. some people, it'll just be Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, it's not that day yet. We're still at the beginning of December. What is it? The 6th, right? Yeah. Yeah. December 6th. <sighs> so that's cool and all. But, I mean, given the amount of time between our recordings, Shit. it'll be after New Year's when we record again, I bet. Unless we record on New Year's. Ooh, that would be interesting. Would be interesting. And we plan to have a, a little shindig here at our house. Yeah, I don't know that it's really a shindig other than it's just like maybe three or four people coming over. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. We could be those lonely adult. So, like, no middle age, over? like. <laughs> just like, yeah, all of our friends that we used to party with found out either they're not our friends anymore or they've got other plans right. or they're dead well or... and to, to be fair we're not like inviting a whole bunch of people over well no because you know, we've always gone to the linklings yeah yeah it was like tradition it is yeah but now uh well this year i mean it's the first i kind of wanted to stay here house, yeah we want to have our, a thing at our house yep so yeah <clears throat> well, the last podcast wasn't that long ago, so we're doing pretty good. It was only a couple weeks when I... Well, it was a couple weeks when I got it out. Yeah. I don't I don't remember the date was when we recorded. I don't either. Which, this is all terribly fascinating. Was it around yeah. Halloween? It was after Halloween. Okay. Because it posted November 20th, I believe. Right. Maybe the 21st. It there was, was just the editing or whatever yeah. with the new stuff you got going on. Yeah, and that was the thing, too. For those people who listened to the last podcast and were confused because we talked about um, cutting to clips from our camping trip, but you didn't hear clips to the camping trip, that means you downloaded it initially, which, thank you. And also, uh, I uploaded the wrong file because I'm a genius. Genius. So therefore, delete it and re-download it and listen to that one because... It has all the, it, the, first of all, the sound quality is better. Second of all, it's got the, uh, the audio from our camping trip, which that was supposed to be the second official adventures of, no, third official adventures of Peanut Butter and Beanie <coughs> trip. Pardon moi. Yeah, because the first one was what we call the coma incident. Oh, yes. That, yes. Mm-hmm. And the second one <laughs> was Pirate's Fest. And the third one was going to be Sparge, Fall Sparge, but we didn't have enough to really justify a full episode. There's a lot going on. A lot of mingling and activities and just... And habanero cider. Yeah. But, you know, (laughs) it also didn't really make too much sense to bring out recording stuff down to the river, you know. Yeah. Plus, we were having a good time. Yeah, definitely. It was a great time. We always have a good time with Fall Sparge. Yep. Yep. So... Yeah. It's getting towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Uh, we gotta get new calendars. That means you gotta make a New Year's resolution. Do I? No. Uh, 
I made some New Year's resolutions last year, kind of. Yeah. And we actually talked about them on a podcast. Uh-huh. Should I talk about the relative success of those gaming resolutions that I made? Why not? All right. So, first of all, let's see. One resolution that I made was I will play, by, by which I mean run, at least one session of Dungeon World and one session of Savage Worlds. Because I was looking for a new RPG system. How do you think I did on that? Uh, thumbs up? Yes, but... I only made it to 50% of that because I definitely ran at least one session of Savage Worlds. Mm -hmm. In fact, I ran many sessions of Savage Worlds. That is now our game system of choice. I ran zero sessions of Dungeon World. Yeah, but I mean, you, you did the, I think, the, the one that was most important to you. Well, yeah. You really I, wanted to try it. Yes. I read through the, the rule sets for both of them extensively. And yeah, definitely Savage Worlds seemed to fit my play style and shape or, or uh, embody what I wanted to do with our game and everybody seemed to take to it really well so that was cool <clears throat> um, yeah so I had some other ones mm -hmm. some other uh, gaming resolutions for ga gaming resolution 2018 I should cut that back and put it right at the beginning of this little segment yeah So and put like an echo on it or something right just like I did in the lab did you hear it I still haven't listened to it yet. I keep forgetting. There's been so much going on lately with family and holidays and just chores around the house and me actually taking the time to ride my fabulous bike. Yes, it is fabulous. And also it's not unheard of that the star of a podcast typically doesn't listen to the finished product. Because like <laughs> they were there when it was made. Yeah. So, you know, I listened to it multiple times. Then again, I edited it. So means technically I'm the, the producer of the podcast. Anyway, so... Um, we should have like an awards ceremony or something. Best producer of this podcast, <laughs> Sid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. We, we, could, we could have awards if you wanted to. We could, Speaking of awards... What would we call the, co the awards? Oh. It's got to be something related to the name of the podcast. You know, this Sid versus Coco business. Well, the trophy can be a, a a squid of some sort. Oh, geez, that's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of trophies, I owe you one. Yeah. Okay, so, but let's, okay, I'll finish my gaming resolution today. Then we'll talk about your trophy, because it's also gaming related. So, another resolution I had was that I was going to get started on the play, um, play every scenario of the Dungeons and Dragons Adventure System board game through through all five of the games, which will be six <coughs> out of total by the time Excuse we me. get done. So every scenario in all five games all the way through. And I my my resolution was just to get started on it. it wasn't to complete them all, but to get started on it. Uh, can I unofficially say that I succeeded in that because we did start um, playing a game with uh, we played the first two scenarios with your sister and her boyfriend. Yep. So does that count? Yep. Okay, point for me. Hooray. <laughs> um, there was an oh, there was another one, and it was I will get the group started for a monthly tabletop board game group to meet and to play games. Fail. Did not mm -hmm. succeed. But we moved. We did move. And that whole process was just like consuming to the point like. <coughs> I'm dying. Uh, no, to the point of like where we really didn't take the time to socialize too much. Yeah. 
well, or yeah. play games a lot. And it was backed up to like my surgery was in there. Yeah. And so like that, although they didn't put as big of a kibosh on my mobility as I thought it would. Which was awesome. Are you saying I'm awesome? Yep. Thanks. So go me. Um. <laughs> all right. So 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 that means I got a fifty percent success rate because I did fifty percent of my RPG goals with the Dungeon World and Savage Worlds, and then I did I got the the plus the the the, the point for starting the D and D Adventure System board games, but then I got the minus for not starting the tabletop gaming group. All right. So okay, so fifty percent. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. It's probably better than most people. Yeah. Yeah. Most people like by January, like by the end of January, they're like, ah, fuck that. I'm not going to the gym ever again. Yeah. You know, they pay for that year up front. Hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I never did that. Yeah. I might have done a lot of dumb things, but didn't do that. Yeah. I've joined a gym a couple times in my life. Once when I was living in Fresno, going to college. But I had a buddy that I went to the gym with, and mm-hmm. you know, we'd play racquetball, and, <coughs> and uh, I'm dying right now. Hold on. <coughs> okay. And racquetball, and then I would, we would play. Oh well, I would do a lot of cardio, like on the stair stepper machines and that. And then I did, I didn't do weight training, but I did some, like you know, I, I don't know, what do you call it? Like, like I would do like like the leg lifts and and like no weights. Like more like just toning. Yeah, I think maybe I guess I'll just say you know I, they had like the you sit in a certain like chair thing where you supported yourself on like your elbows and your legs right straight down and you do lift your legs you know at, you know straight up like mm-hmm. bend up like that and hold them and you know cross them one way and lift and so things like that I, and I did a lot of like leg work because my upper body strength has always been nothing so um, so I did that when I was at Fresno and then I did join an in shape here in Modesto area for one year and I, I just ended up just doing the year I was going because all, all I was doing was running the treadmills like riding the, or running I wasn't running <laughs> this guy was not running I was uh, walking on the treadmills and I liked it but I um, I don't know I just didn't think I was getting a whole lot out of it you know you're basically renting a treadmill yeah I mean and like the whole thing was like when I joined it was like oh yeah you know your kid because Bradley was young, I could take him and he could like climb on the rock wall thing and all that stuff there. But I also realized if he wanted to do that, then I kind of couldn't be right walking on the treadmill because mm-hmm. I needed to be over there kind of paying attention. And so, yeah, it just was really wasn't a thing. Yeah, not hashtag not for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is all fascinating, I'm sure. So, so tell us about your um, trophy that you're uh, going to be getting that I need to order. Yes, it's uh going to be bigger than my last one and uh, hmm, I don't know if it should be silver or gold oh Hmm. tell me tell me all about it yeah I just I think it's going to be bigger and better this time because you know Hendekathon I'm the winner yeah yeah that's true you are the winner of the Hendekathon Um, I'm only a little sad out of it about it because you know I got to play 11 games, well, more than 11 games, but, you know, 11 different games, three of each, so, so 33 games with you, yeah. which is, is not bad, I'm, I'm going to say that's not a bad thing, I like it, so yeah, so you, you won the Hendekathon, so is that, is that trophy going to go right next to your Dominionthon tr- trophy? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to do some rearranging of sorts and uh-huh. make a spot for it. Yeah. 
So what's our next game marathon going to be? That's a good question. I really don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a theme. Right. And then we have to play games that are competitive. Right. It has to be. We can't do co-op games because yeah. that doesn't work. I, I mean, I have a thought, if, if you're up for it. It's a little more esoteric. Not esoteric. Poor choice of words. It's a little less tabletop-y and a little more RPG-y. Kind of sort of. I guess not really. Um, the Dungeon Command miniatures game. Oh, yeah. I've got all five sets. Because remember, we kind of talked about this once before. We could do... We could just do the whole, like... Um, I don't know what you call it, where it's... Each of us will play each faction against the other person playing each other faction. So there's five factions total, right? So, like, you could start with faction one, and you would play against me playing faction two and faction three and faction four and faction five, right? So there'd be four games. And then you'd play faction two, and you'd play four different games against me of the other four factions. So there would be 20 games total, right? Yeah. And then we'd have to change it up, though, because, like, if... If one person just plays the same faction four times in a row, and the other person switches through the other opposing factions, then it's like that one person's going to get kind of get the hang of that faction playing it four times in a row, whereas the other person's got brand new faction and got to learn all the things about it. So we'd have to like make a chart so we're, every time we're switching it up, each is playing a different. Fact. But but that's one option. We could call it the Commandathon. <laughs> um, trying to think of what else. I would like to get some more of our longer format tabletop games to the table, mm. like um, A Touch of Evil and The Order of the Stick and Munchkin Quest. Could play Munchkin. <clears throat> Trying to think. Does it hurt? A little. Okay. I'm thinking about uh, like a lot of the the games we do play are uh, card focused. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like. Games that aren't card focused because we have a lot of card games. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of games that use cards as a driving mechanic because, um, I mean, dice are cool, but I, I can't say I know of a lot of games that you d use dice in a way that's not just roll the dice, move that many spaces, you know. And I think that's where the card mechanic comes in, it's mm -hmm. a little different. Um, well, so I'll throw this out there. I do have a metric ton of dragon dice out there. A metric ton? Yes. Wow. Where? How? Um, <laughs> well, <clears throat> to, to be completely accurate, I believe in England they call it the metric butt ton. Uh, it's, I, I got a crap load of those dice. Yeah. And like some, some of the factions I have, like triple crap loads up, like the four <laughs> core, uh, what is it? Coral elves, lava elves, dwarves, and goblins. I've got just buckets of those dice. The Amazon. And I thought I had a lot of shit. Yeah, I have a lot of shit. Um, we won't talk about my aging magic card collection. <laughs> um, Order now. <laughs> I know, right? I have not bought magic cards in probably ten years. And yet I was going through it going, where, how, how do I have all of these cards? But then I realized that I think the game just passed like it's, uh, well, the uh, 25th anniversary. Maybe it was this year. Because I think it was 1993 that the game came out. So that would be 25 years this year. Yeah, that sounds about right because I remember some of my friends and acquaintances at the time 
like being totally f- too focused on that game, like playing that game at lunch, yeah, in the library, just mm. any chance they could on campus, yeah. they would go and play that game. Like, I guess they just either didn't hang out enough or they also played after school. Right. <laughs> yeah, we we could do a Dragon Dice tournament, but I think we would have to play some games, like play some. Uh, warm-up games, practice games, or whatever, just so, one, I can re-familiarize myself with the rules. Because the, the rules have been revised since last I played, I think twice. Um, so that would be one option. But I'm not. Ju- I'm just not sure how we would structure it. If we would each, like, pick one race, and that's just what we play, and we just play a multitude of games with that one, uh, that one race, or if we do, we pick two or three. Because, like, some of the other um, ones... I think I called them factions earlier, but I believe they are called races in this game. But some of the later ones that came out um, were pretty neat. And I don't have nearly as many of those because, one, they weren't around and published for as long. And two, well, like some of them, like I think it was the Tree Folk, were never even released by TSR when they originally owned the game. They didn't get released until SFR bought it and kept publishing it. Uh, And the other reason I don't have as many of them is that Probably 50% of my collection is a result of my other friends who played the game and said, oh, I'm done playing this. I don't want to play anymore. Do you want all my dice? And, like, gave me, like, a tackle box full of dice. More than one person did that. How big was the tackle box? Um, not huge, but large enough to hold well over 100 dice. So, yeah. You know, I got some from Mike. I got some from Benjamin. Um, Benjamin. Who else did I get some from? God dang it, there was somebody else there at the store. I can't remember his name. Benjamin, Mike. I think Adam still has his. I don't know. I don't know where that guy went. I'm just saying people's names. He got lost in the woods. Yeah. In Nevada. Yeah, could be. So so anyway, so that's an option. Dice-based. Dragon dice. Could do that. Um, what else could we do that was dice-based? Do you have thoughts? Hmm. You seem like you have an idea. Yahtzee? <laughs> Um, that was funny. Yeah, it is. It's a great game. It actually is a really good game. It's a I, classic. It is. We could do classic games, but like... No Monopoly. Like, no, no, no Monopoly. I don't want to play Life. Nothing like checkers or chess or whatever. Yeah. We don't have enough classic games to do that. We have some. Yeah, Monopoly. Beatles Monopoly. Trivial Pursuit. Star Wars Monopoly. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit Monopoly. Wait. <laughs> yeah. We would have to take inventory of everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This has been games with Sid and Coco. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, my beer's out. How's yours? Do you need to refill? I'm it? almost out. All right. So, uh, do you want me to go ahead and grab the next and then um, and then we'll move to the next segment of the podcast? Yeah, are you going to pause this shit or what? No, I'm going to keep recording because uh, recording. Oh, well, that's boring. Yeah. No, it's not boring. It's exciting. I'm going to pee while I'm inside, too. I want everyone to know that. Well, at least you're going to do it inside, not outside. Right. I'm going to... I'll probably cut that out when I edit it. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is kind of awkward. I mean, I really don't know what to talk about, honestly. Just kind of relaxing. But it is nice to talk to y'all. Maybe I just got bored because we got into game talk. (laughs) Funny. I love you. So yeah, our yard looks like crap right now because the weather's changing. It's getting quite cold. 
and don't really want to do any trimming and replanting in the winter. But hopefully by late winter, early spring, everything will be wonderful. Have you been entertaining our listeners? A little. Oh, fantastic. Did you sing? No. Oh, man. Singing would have been Crazy good. talk. Yeah. Okay, so for those at home that are playing along, uh, the first beer that we had on this uh, Drinks and Talks was uh, from Highwater Brewing, which uh, I believe they're in California, right? San Jose, yes. <coughs> Highwater Brewing Company, San Jose, California. Uh, this one was pretty good. I liked it. It was the Boom Boom Out Goes the Lights. And if you don't get that play on words, ghost is the style of beer that it is. Pretty good. What does boom boom mean? <laughs> um, I don't know. Ugh. That was a little, that was burp burp. Did you hear that? <laughs> okay, and then we're moving on to... <clears throat> we're moving on to... <laughs> we're moving on to uh, Weistefaners. And this is the Corbinian. Corbinian. Cor. It's a nice little dunkel. Dunkel. Dunkel's Stark beer. So good stuff. Oh, oh actually, I'll have to, uh, I'll take a picture of these beer bottles and uh, post them on the Nerds. I in- forgot how dark that was. Yeah, post them on the Nerds International uh, group because um, they always give Jamie shit about the beer he drinks, and I'll post pictures of the beer we drink, and everybody's like, "Oh man, so you drink good beer? Good job!" Blah blah blah. You know, and it's kind of funny. So, um, your beer, ma'am? Dink. Oh, yeah, we haven't had that in a while. That was really good. Oh, yeah. I really like that. Um, so. A button on a rubber duck. Yeah. So you got a bike now. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um, going places on that thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, so many places. Yeah? Yeah? Mm-hmm. I go all the way to New York, and then, like, to... Los Angeles. On the bike? Yeah. Yeah, so Harley. Sometimes I'll watch something else. And, <laughs> you know, like last night, the Goldbergs was on, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. So, so I watched it this morning, and so I was in Pennsylvania or some shit. Is that where that's set? Yeah. All right, so you're not talking about a Harley Davidson, are you? No. Yeah, yeah. Exercise bike. Craigslist. Um, was it like 30 bucks? No, it wasn't Craigslist. Not it was Craigslist. like... I think some woman posted it on Facebook and my mom saw it. Oh, I, for some reason I was thinking it was Craigslist. Might as well be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Craigslist is... is uh, $30, and this bike is like $300 at Dick's Sporting Goods. Well, you know, when it comes to sporting goods, there's nothing like It has like a minor Dick's. flaw, but nothing that... <laughs> <laughs> I love it, you just talked right over my joke because it was not appropriate. Um, uh, nothing that makes it not usable. Yeah, yeah, and that's very cool. So, yeah, you know, I mean, some things, if, if you're getting use out of it, then that's what's really awesome. Yep. Always loved them things, and now I have one that I can just use without anybody saying, oh, I want to use it. And it's right in the front room where I had hoped to put, like, a, a <clears throat> recliner or something for me to sit in. Well, eventually, <laughs> you'll have a chair there, and yeah. I'll have to figure out something. Well, the back room, once we really get yeah. that thing, that was the plan. But then right? I won't be able to watch TV uh, and ride the bike, so then I'm going to have to get a TV out there. Yeah, yeah, you do that, and then the kids are going to want to be out there <laughs> watching that TV. Jeez. we have to get, like, another Roku box. Or TV antenna connection. Well, that's easy. It's right there I know. At, the, at the wall. I mean... 
But that's only for our digital over-the-air antenna. Yeah, but that's like where I watch my shows anyway. Well, then why are we paying for Hulu? Because there's other shows on there that I watch, and sometimes there's shows that are on at night that I'm unavailable to watch or I'm too tired to watch, so I get to watch it in the morning the next day. <sighs> All right. That's Gosh. <laughs> what if I got you a, a DVR box and you could just record your shows <coughs> at night and you can watch them? No? All right. So, <laughs> this beer is really good. Mm-hmm. Let's keep changing the subject away from me. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah. Right. There's a new game store open. Oh, we're done with the game section, aren't we? There's a new game store supposed to be opening this weekend in Modesto. Remember when we went by there? Yep. Area 51, I think they're calling it. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it does well because um, it's always nice to see game stores like that do well. I, I don't know. I don't go to game stores a lot. Well, I think the reason I don't go to game stores a lot is because there's none around here. You know? Yeah. I mean, we had that one for a while and it was no good. You know, when you go in on a Saturday and you're like, I just wanted to maybe see about buying this board game but you've got to fight through throngs of kids playing Magic the Gathering and the people working at the store aren't paying attention to you when you're trying to buy a $70 board game. Yeah, because they're also involved in the game. Yeah, yeah. Which sometimes isn't a bad thing but that was pretty... That that was the majority of what was going on there. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because I... um, No, I'd love it that, you know... Kids getting into gaming means that there's still going to be games made for me as I get older and older. That's very cool. I just I would like the people in the store to talk to me when the tra- when I want to buy something. <laughs> yeah. The game store I haven't been there in a week. You still have to have some sort of customer service and yeah. social skills. Yeah, the game store was a gamers path in Manteca. Um, I haven't been there in a while, but they seem to be pretty cool. Even. Although, I don't know that I've been I like the setup. Yeah, I've been there, like, on a Saturday afternoon, um, like, when they would be having, like, magic tournaments or whatever, so... And I don't know, I would guess they'd do that there, but... Because uh, that is a chunk of change. I mean, you know, usually there's the... I don't know how much the fee is, but there's just an entrance fee because it gets you, like, like three packs or whatever of cards, like if it's a draft tournament or whatever. Mm, get some loot. Get some loots. Some mad loots, you know? Keeps going back to gaming. This is the game. Hi, and welcome to Sid vs. Coco, <laughs> the gaming podcast. Uh, At least for tonight. Yeah, for tonight. Okay, so I'm listening to a new podcast, as I told you, right? I, I mean, the podcast is not new. It started at the end of 2016, I believe. So they've been around for two years. But it's new to me. I'm newly listening. It's uh, it's some British fellas over in jolly old England. <laughs> You're just, like, looking at me. You're not interacting. I'm not sure what to say. I'm just wondering, like, if, if they heard you say that, what they would think. Well, they'd probably laugh. <laughs> but, like, no, I mean, like, honest, That was horrible. It was. Oh, well, yeah. Of course. That's the whole Sounds thing. Sounds nothing like us. Yeah. I, and you know what, though? It's... I... Okay. So, accents. That's what we're talking about here. I have, at various points in my life, uh, felt that I could affect an appropriate English accent well. I'm certain that anybody who was born in London or raised or lived oh, in London I've or whatever. old people, yeah. No, but I'm sure that anybody that was there, that were from there, heard me was say what a yeah. fucking idiot. You yeah, know? but whatever. here. But here, yeah, I, I've, I've fooled a couple people, fine, whatever, you know, and it's whatever, it's all fun and games. Um, but you see, part of it is that I've always wondered... What, what? 
on trying to figure out how to phrase the question. How would an Englishman or woman put on an American accent? You know what I mean? I mean, so first of all... They'd be like, cool, dude. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. It's like, first of all, everybody that just throws on a British accent puts on the nondescript, everywhere British accent. You know, it's like, it's not... Because obviously there are very distinct regional accents throughout the United Kingdom and Great Britain. So it's yeah, so it's not like there's just one accent. There's multiple. And like even our friend Kevin Lawrence, who had said... Um, I asked him once, I go, do you think there's more regional accents in the United States or in the United Kingdom? He goes, oh, the UK easily, you know, even though they're way smaller. So, and, and I, I, I believe him. I think mm-hmm. that's a fair statement. But nonetheless, there are regional accents in the United States a lot. You know, there's southern, just broad categories. There's the southern drawl. There's, uh, there's you know, like the, the New York. Yeah, upstate. The, the upstate. And there's the, you know, like the New Englander type accents, mm-hmm. Boston. Um and then, of course... Up north by Canada. Right. You got, like, the Minnesota. hmm Yeah. So there's that. Um, so I've always wondered, like, what would... Uh, and it would have to be someone, like, either English or Australian, how they would affect an American accent, because the language fundamentally is the same. You know, the words are essentially the same. But like, if you ask somebody who is native, you know, <clears throat> Portuguese or, or, you know, Japanese to sound like an American, not only... Are they affecting an accent, but they're also speaking a language that's not their first language? Yeah. So it's so there's it, it's different, you know. So anyway, I, I did get or ask uh, when I was in high school the Australian foreign exchange student uh, Andrew something or other I think was his name. Um, God, was that his name? Now I'm drawing a blank. Doesn't matter. I asked him. I'm like, hey, I always wondered, why, I want to hear you impersonate an American accent. And all he could do was like a Texas cowboy. Oh, really? Yeah, that was it. That's, and then I'm like, is, is that what we sound like to Australians? Does, do they, is that all they think of? Is that just, it's, oh, it's a Texas <laughs> cowboy. So, I don't know, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, well, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll ask, um, maybe I'll send a message to one of the guys of the podcast and say, do me a favor. Because they, they, well, okay. Let's talk about the podcast. I would like to tell you about this. Not this podcast that you're listening to, but the podcast that I've been listening to that's not this podcast. <laughs> um, as I said, it's a British podcast, and it's called The Tabletop... That... Yeah. Let's just back up. I'm going to cut that one out and try this again. It's called The Tabletop... God damn it. <laughs> it's the Tater Tot. Ta- tater Tots. <laughs> Black. Oh, hell. Okay. <clears throat> Take three. Tabletop. Tabletop twats. <laughs> right? Tabletop twats. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, and it's it's great. It's fantastic. Okay, so they are an RPG-based podcast where they talk about RPGs, uh, different systems. They kind of review them, talk about their opinions of them, their experience playing them, etc. Um but they also they also do actual plays. Now there are a lot of actual plays out there in the world, and if if anybody listening to this, all three of you, if you don't know what an actual play is, it's when people actually play an RPG and they record it, and then you listen to it later. There's both audio and video actual plays. There's some highly produced actual plays, like on Twitch TV, where it's like they've got a soundstage and, you know, set up with the table and they're all in costume. And and that's great. I think that's awesome. I will say that playing 
an RPG for the purpose of an actual play is very different than just a, a bunch of people sitting around a table playing it for their social session. It's very different because it is a production. It is involved. There's artistic creativity involved. And if it's not a live stream, there's also uh, the editing that goes on to put it together in the end. And that's where I'm getting at. Okay. So I'd heard about this podcast a while ago, but I'm like, I don't have room in my schedule to listen to another podcast. So I just put it off, put it off. Well, I finally caught up on all my podcasts. So now I'm just like, oh, new episode come out, listen to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I can keep up with the, the weekly or bi-weekly or monthly, whatever. Some of them are, whatever. Keep up with them. And then um, the Nerds International group online, uh, one of the guys from this podcast, Harrison, posted the link saying, hey, the session four of our Ravenloft-themed actual play using Dungeon Crawl... That can't even say that. <coughs> using Dungeon Crawl Classics is up. Um, check it out. And I was like, oh, I do like the Ravenloft setting. And... Uh, maybe, well, maybe I'll just listen to their actual play. So I went to their podcast, and I did the subscribe, and I downloaded the four episodes so far of their Ravenloft-themed actual play. And I started listening to it. Oh, my God. It's just three guys. It's three guys, right? It's genius. I mean, these this, seriously, these guys are amazing. I figured out what the difference is in the sound quality between your voice and mine right now, and I'll have to cut this little bit out. What? I've got a wall behind you that my voice will bounce off of. Oh, science. Yeah. I mean, my voice is naturally louder and boomier. There. Okay. Got it. So, Sid, make sure you cut that bit out. So, going back to talking about the Tabletop Twats actual play podcast. It's... Okay, they do voice acting for their characters. Harrison's the, the GM in this game, and he does voice acting for all the NPCs. I mean, look, they're not, like, perfect... But they're great. I mean, they're as good as any voice acting or uh, voice stylings that were done in like money by the Monty Python troupe. All right, so just to put there in that category, yeah. And I've listened to all of their first and second episode of their of that actual play. I still got three and four to get through, and I come to find out looking at it that they've got. I don't know how many episodes of their first campaign session. It wasn't set in Ravenloft. It was a different one of an actual play. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to those because these are just genius. They're great. The editing is great. Harrison goes back when he when he edits it together. Like, first he puts in, like, some, like, backing music and background sounds and that. He uses, I don't know what he uses, something like Sirenscape or something or whatever. So he adds in that to make to kind of fill out the sound, which is great. And he chops up the audio really well. So it's like... You know, like you, you're at the ta- when we were at the table, and it's like, all right, what are you gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna move over here, and I think I'm gonna uh, try to chop this guy with my axe. Okay, uh, okay, you're gonna move to here. That's good. Um, all right, go ahead and uh, roll your roll your attack. Uh, hold on, here, here's my d10. You know, and there's all that roll, and then it's like, oh, uh, seven or whatever, right? You know, and then it's like. Then I'll be like, oh, you hit, or oh, you miss, or, or whatever the result is, or all damage, or whatever you do, right? Well, Harrison cuts all of that crap out. He'll be like, what are you going to do? And all the, uh, let's see, I think I want to, all that's out. Mm-hmm. You just, he just leaves that little clip in and says, I'm and going says, to. I'm moving behind him and I'm going to try to hit him with my axe. Okay. And then you might hear roll your attack. Sometimes, and sometimes then you call out the number. Yeah, sometimes he'll leave that in, sometimes yeah. he cuts it out. And it'll, you'll be, you'll hear, you might hear the die rolls, 13. Oh, you, you, know, you hit him in the head or whatever, you know, so it's just like, 
So, so that's really awesome. That makes it makes it engaging to listen to, and plus it also. I mean, they probably have like a four to five hour session that's cut down to like an hour and a half podcast. So, yeah, so genius. Um, it's really, really, really good. And so maybe, maybe, just maybe, maybe. Um, when I post the link to this podcast when it goes up, Harrison will see it and say, and I'll say, Harrison, look, I totally pimped up your podcast in this. You should listen to it. It's, oh, he probably shouldn't. No, he probably shouldn't really. It's crap. So this is, you know, my mom doesn't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> that's how bad it is. But I enjoy doing it. So, you know, that's all that really matters is I have fun doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Tabletop Twats, if you're looking for an actual play podcast where they play RPGs and talk about RPGs, it's a good one. It's a really good one. It cuts out all the bullshit. Right. They cut out all the bullshit. No, was, it, was it that group that did the kind of like heist? Yes, story? it actually yes. Um, those same, I think it was the same three guys. Okay. That did um, the uh, <clears throat> oh god, I can't remember what it's called. What was it called? Yeah, what was Pun- it? Uh, Punted in the bonds. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a Cockney adventure or something. I think he called it. It was genius, also genius. I mean, yeah, and that was the one that they used the Savage World rule system on. Mm-hmm. And um, but that was yeah, that was featured on the Wildlife Podcast, which is okay. another great one. I really, really enjoy that. Got it. So, speaking of the Wildlife Podcast, and specifically the founder originator of the Wildlife Podcast, he asked me, "What are you, you going to be around this weekend? Because I'm playing RuneQuest on Saturday." You know, and I'm like, yeah, no, I got to take the dog to the vet. I got things to do around the house. I don't know. Um, he's like, all right, well, let me know. Just kind of funny. <clears throat> so, Jamie, if you ever listen to this, <laughs> I'm sorry, first of all, that yeah. you're listening to this. But no, but if you ever listen to this, yeah, um, we still got to get together and have a beer. You live like five miles away from me. And right. He does podcasting, too. Actually, I saw a little bit of his Twitch stream the other night when I was at work, when I was drafting. I just... But it was him and uh, Eric and Stefan that were talking about dice systems and RPGs. So I just kind of put it on in the background and that streaming on my second monitor. And uh, yeah, they're a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're a bunch of fucking nerds is really what the thing is. And that's, uh, that's what's cool. If he likes wine, we could always go to Luca. That's true. He might. I don't know if he is. I think it's his fiance. I don't think they're married yet. I think he said fiance. But anyway. Yeah, if, if they if they like that, then we could totally do that. Not this weekend, though. No, not this one. And not next weekend, because next weekend is Finley's, as we're doing. Yeah, we're going to Finley's. Going to Finley's, finally. Finally Finley's. Is that like Suddenly Seymour? What's Suddenly Seymour? Oh, from Little Shop of Horrors? Um, oh, maybe. Um, so, so um, I'm thinking, the weekend before Christmas, we're not free. Yeah? Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's the case. Because this weekend we're not free. The following weekend we are free, except for then we plan to go to Finley's. Then the following weekend is the weekend before Christmas. We're not free. Then the following weekend, which is the weekend before New Year's, we are free. So that means the first Saturday in January we're not free, and we can't make it to the Emperor Norton. Bridge. Right. That's always the case. I know. Let's go to Malloy's. On the weekend before New Year's? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Let's do it. Maybe. (laughs) I'm I'm boycotting this podcast until you say okay. Okay. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen Pat since your birthday. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yes, this is the longest we've ever gone without seeing our favorite bartender at our favorite bar. Yeah, he's, he's a sweet man. He's probably forgotten about us. No, he's probably going to give us shit. He's like, you, you probably forgot about me. Oh, yeah. There probably were, lost my number. That's why I didn't get the text. Right. There's, <laughs> there were... Don't... Do we have his number? No. Wait, did Well, he, he gave us his card, but... I don't, I don't know where that is. Oh, it's, I have it, like, with, I think, some sentimental stuff somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably get a few F-bombs dropped on us hmm. walking in that place. Yeah. That guy. I mean... What, what do you, how, how much older than me do you think he is? Oh, he's at least 70, I would think. No. Yes. No. Yeah. There's no way, Pat. He could very well be. The way that man moves a keg around, there's no way he's 70. Well, he's Irish. That's true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. I hope to move a keg like that when I'm 70. Yeah. No. No, I bet he's in his 60s. He, well, he's at least as old as your mother. Yeah. And how old is she? Uh, 67. Is that right? Yeah, 67. Not 70 is my point. <laughs> Pretty damn close. Yeah. That's the thing that kind of trips me out. Like, my aunt, the crazy one, is 70. Or will be 70. I, can't, I think her birthday's here at the end of the year. Yeah. So she'll be 70. My other aunt, my mom's oldest sister, the not crazy one, <clears throat> the, yeah. the, the foreign one, is 74. We'll be 75 next. Wah. Wah. Yeah. That's because I'm old. You see, I'm old. No, you're getting older. Everybody's getting old. Everybody's getting older. That's true. I'm not old. My mom said I'm not old until she's old, and she refuses to say that she's old, so I'm not going to call my mom a liar. <laughs> At least not on this. Right. All right. So what else do we need to talk about? Can we talk about the amazing pork chops you've made the past two nights? Oh, yeah. It sounds so boring to have pork chops two nights in a row. They were different styles. I mean, I know. You, you, they, were, they were just lightly seasoned and baked last night. And then... Sorry so, to our friends that don't eat pork. They, right. They were, they were baked again tonight, but they were uh, uh, panko breaded mm -hmm. and seasoned mm -hmm. that way. And um, last night we had mashed potatoes. Did we have the, the broccolini? Yeah. Last night? Yep. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. It was sweeter than usual. The last night mashers, tonight, egg noodles. What'd you season those egg noodles with? They were great. Butter and something, yeah? Butter, white pepper, Ugh. salt, dill, and yeah. paprika. Nice. Making my mouth water just thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah. So that was really good. Pork chops. Or, as our good friend, Lucky Lou, pork chop, bitch! <laughs> Remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chicken. Chicken. We got to contact him, see what he's doing. See what he's doing around the holidays. Yep. Get together with him. Um, so what else we got? I don't know. Pretty relaxed right I now. I know. It is a relaxing evening. It's a little chilly out here, but not too bad. All right, so we talked about this last episode. We really need to get down and need to do our uh, goth rock. Sid versus Coco song challenge. Season yeah. two, goth <clears throat> rock. It's going to be so depressing. It's going to be pretty rock, too. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I, yeah. So, um, a lot of guttural vocals. So, what kind of bands <laughs> do you think you're going to want to put into the mix here? I don't know. I think I'm going to have to stretch deep into the '80s, though. Oh yeah. A lot of the newer shit, even some of the '90s, like ugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like it, the the genre kind of bleeds over into other styles a lot. I think you know. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't even know if there's anybody out now that really is like just straight up goth rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff, you know, since, which it's not necessarily bad, but it just, you know, having uh, <gasps> hiccups, <laughs> having overlap with, you know, industrial and, you know, the dark wave, cyber, EBM, ethereal. Yada, yada. Yeah, yada. That's a prefix. Did you know that? Yada, Y-O-T-A. You know, like kilo and mega, micro, and all those are prefixes. Yada is one. I don't remember. It's it's a really, I, I don't remember if it's a really, really big or really, I think it's a really, really big number. And I think it's actually the only thing about it's Y-O-T-T. Because, like, when you get, you know, you got milli and micro and nano. Is that why a yacht is called a yacht? No. <laughs> pico. And what? No. I'm going down like smaller ones. Like milli is one one thousand. Milli vanilli. You know, milli is one one thousand ten to the minus three. Then micro is one one millionth ten to the minus six. And then uh, micro nano, I think. I don't know if it's pico or nano is next. And it's um, one one billionth ten to the minus nine. And then whichever one is was that one, the other one, either pico or nano. Is ten to the minus twelve, okay. right? But as you go up, you go. You know, kilo is a thousand, and mega is a million. Mega millions. And then there's more above that. There's a prefix femto, and there's a prefix yada. Like I said, and there's more. Those are just the ones I remember. I just remember when I was in physics in college, one of my instructors just thought he was the funniest thing ever. Like if you had a thousand phones, you'd have a megaphone. <laughs> Except for no, I did that wrong. It's, that would only be a kilophone. It'd be a million phones as a megaphone. And uh, oh, Terra. That's what I forgot. Terra is a, is a billion. Terraphone. Yeah, well, like terabyte is what I was thinking. Terraphone. But above that is Yada and Femto. Like he's it, whatever Femto was. It's like if you had so many bismals, you'd have Femto bismal, and that was a horrible joke. <laughs> um, but if you only had one one millionth of a phone you would have a microphone and yeah so there was he had a lot of jokes like that because he was a middle-aged physics professor at a junior college in the central valley of california so you know i mean i learned but whatever so i wonder how long we've been recording for well we got a lot of time we got about an hour on this oh shit well a lot of it's a lot of it's dead air and dumb oh, jokes yeah, there, there was a chunk of dead air well, no, that wasn't dead. You entertained our guests. But I didn't talk that much. All right, well, that'll come out with the automatic, like the truncate silence feature. It's, this is actually going to be a lot easier podcast to edit. There's a couple clips I'll need to cut out, and then it'll just compress and truncate silence, export. We really Excellent. Need, yeah, we really need to look into getting, like, some theme music. Yeah. I, wonder, I wonder how much Harrison would charge me to write a theme song for you. <laughs> I'll have to check with him. I don't know if you can do any goth rock, though. Here comes the plane. Do you have your app out? What plane is that? Uh, let me see. Okay, so for our listeners at home, she recently got this app that's like the... That's I, from Las Vegas going to Stockton right now. <laughs> she see, see, there it is. She's got this app. It's like the the air traffic mappers thing. and It's a flight radar. Flight radar. And like it takes your position from GPS, and then it as planes fly over you and around you and whatnot, you can see 
what flight number they are, what airline they are, and what their, their origin, altitude is. Altitude and their origin and destination. Yeah. yeah. Their registration okay. number. All the things that you need to, like, parachute from it. Like now, it doesn't give everything for, like, private owners. Well, yeah. But it does show them. Commercial. Yeah. Yeah, commercial. Probably commercial airlines. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it wouldn't tell you if there was, like, military jets flying around. Um... I mean, unless they were on an open and obvious... Yeah, like, I've only seen, like, the sheriff's helicopter and, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that shipping route website that I found. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, it tells you where your ship is, anywhere in the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I love it. I didn't even know it was a thing. Because I don't fly. Right, as a person who But doesn't. I like planes. I don't know why I like planes, but I like planes. But I, I don't like... Planes. You don't like being in the planes when the planes are in the air. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Haggis, for drinking all that water for us. <laughs> we hope our listeners get to enjoy the sound of you lapping up half the water out of the fountain. Yeah. Well, my beer's empty. So is mine. Imagine that. And um, we got a lot of raw footage here, so... So, um... Oh, oh, follow-up. Follow-up. Follow-up from last podcast. Yes, what? What is it? What is it? Sizzle chest. What? Remember? I said, uh, the guy from the Nerds International group on the Wild Eye podcast, he's Canadian, he's from Vancouver, BC, as we here in the States refer to it. He um, he often talks about lumberjacks with their sizzle chests. Oh. And you said, is it like from baking grease or maple syrup? Oh, that's syrup? right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I, I asked him now. about it. I asked him about it and he said... Oh, crap, I don't even remember saying that, but hey, could be either one. Could be both. We're Canadian. We do it right. You know, <laughs> he basically says, we don't fuck around up here because if you do that, you freeze to death. And um, the other former Canadian, now Pennsylvanian, mm -hmm. French Canadian, moved to Pennsylvania. Anyway, he said, oh, it was sizzle chest? I thought you said chiseled chest. <laughs> and Gary goes, maybe I did. Maybe I said both. I don't know. But anyway... So, so that was that. And the other thing that I follow up was. Follow up. You had said uh, about it being cold in the winter. And I said, yeah, tell that to someone in oh, Montana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I sent a text. Text. I, I don't have his <laughs> number to send him a text. I sent a message on Twitter to Hank Green, who lives in Missoula, Montana. And I said something about my girlfriend was saying how cold it gets here in California in winter. And I said, yeah, nothing compared to Montana. So I was curious of your take on winters in Montana. And I got no response. Yeah. And I think what it is because when I listen to him on his podcast, he does say how he's like, I try to limit my Twitter and not just engage with every single thing on there because I would get addicted to too much Twitter and not get anything done for work. And that's a fair thing. He runs multiple companies and he's yeah, kind of dumb like that. But he's super creative and a pretty neat guy. <laughs> kind of dumb like that. Yeah. I can say that about a, a person who's 10 years younger than me. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway... So yeah, so that that was the follow up from last episode. So my point being is, should we set up some things to follow up with on the next episode? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be Christmas, right? Or after Christmas? It'll maybe? probably be after Christmas when we record. We'll be like doing guess. like New Year's thing. Yeah, I think we should try to do like a, a recording on the weekend before New Year's mm -hmm. when we go to Colma, because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Um, and then um. Yeah, the follow-up podcast will be, she left me because I insisted on going to Colma on the weekend. <laughs> it also depends on the weather. Yeah, I know. 
Because it gets pretty cold here in California in the wintertime. <laughs> well, if it's windy and rainy, I'm not going to. Oh, if it's, no, I'm not going to drive to go deal. to Coma and drink when it's windy and rainy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think we should set up some follow-up to keep us accountable. Well. Theme music. Theme music, yeah. We're going to follow-up and see what it's going to take to get us some theme music. I wonder if I could get him to do us to do us some theme music specific to our song challenge. We could use as a bumper. Like a beginning and end and a bumper for our song challenge episodes. Mm-hmm. Themed with each season. We should come, by, by the time that we record again, we should come up with some songs. Right, so the next recording year you think should be a Sid versus Coco season two song challenge, Gothic Rock, wherein we reveal our list. I think so. Okay, so that's the follow-up. We will reveal, we will create and reveal our lists. For the season two Gothic Rock, rock. Song Challenge. Rock. Challenge. Challenge. <laughs> you know I've got an echo effect on the editor that I could just do that. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Okay. Well, you know what? We're going to get done when we wrap up recording this. I'm going to get last podcast and just scroll to the part that I want you to hear. Okay. With the thing. That's and fair. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, unless you have anything else... Uh, Happy holidays. Hope. You don't do that because I'll hear that on the podcast. <laughs> what? What was I doing? You were rubbing my foot. Oh, I was. Like with your shoe against my shoe. It was making a rather loud noise. <laughs> I didn't notice. I did. Um. <laughs> it was loud. Okay. Anyway, happy holidays. Uh, and if you happen to be listening to this before New Year's, then you should contact us and let us know if you want to come to our party. <laughs> now you've done it. Now everybody's going to want to come to our party. Everyone that yeah. listens to this, wow. They don't even know how to get a hold of us. Well, we've before we've given our email address. Oh, we should do that again then, huh? Yeah. All right, give so, them our email address. No, you give them our email address. <laughs> you don't know it, do you? What is it? Sid versus Coco 11 at gmail.com? Very good, yeah. <laughs> Can you spell that for them? S Y D V S C O C O 11 at G M A I L dot C O M. Wow, I just meant to spell the Sid versus Coco part. Well, <coughs> I just wanted to be thorough in case there was any uh, misunderstanding. <laughs> right. Okay, that's fair. And if you're listening to this, you probably already know how to get there. But if not, we're hosted on Podbean. It's Sid versus Coco.podbean.com, I believe, is our feed. Um, check us out there. There are other podcasts there you could check out, too. Um, I think that in the future, I might start plugging some of the other podcasts and stuff that uh, I like just because... I think that's a cool thing to do for them. Yeah. Yeah. Since I really can't afford to, like, actually give them money. Yeah. I might. Remember I told you I wanted to, like, maybe have, like, 10 bucks a month that I donate <laughs> on Patreon or something. Yeah. All right. I got nothing <laughs> else. Bye. Chill, 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 chill,